You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Stopping my shine. They try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. So bad I thought it would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. Be the greatest victory of my life Cause when it comes 
right. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Blessings of Gracious Radio, Runners Lounge Thursday. Dun, 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 dun. It's Thursday. Today is Thursday, September the 30th, 2021, and we are extremely elated that you guys could be here with us tonight in the Apple Valley studio as the doctor tonight will be in, and he will be breaking down the word of God to you guys tonight in Radio Land. Yes, you got it right. It is 8 o'clock. This is our new dedicated time. It's 8 p.m. California time. So if you're like in Colorado, you're in Oregon, the time is an hour in advance. So it'll be 9 o'clock your time. If you're in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, all those states, the time right now for you will be 10 o'clock. And if you're in the East Coast, like New York and New Jersey, Kansas, Kentucky, and all those beautiful Eastern states, your time right now will be 11 o'clock. So we are just oh so elated, elated, elated that you guys are on the air with us tonight. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts that we thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you could be here today with us tonight on the radio broadcast. Now every Thursday night, as you know, Wednesday too, I give inspiration to you guys, just something to inspire you. So for today. Driving home from dropping my daughter off at rehearsal, I was thinking, how can I inspire the people today? What is something good? Well, let me just say this to you guys as my inspiration. God is real. And let me tell you how I know because there have been plenty of times in my life that he's shown me the manifestation of his word, shown me the manifestation of what's written in the Bible. So I'm really grateful that God has saw fit to give me another opportunity to be in his presence to love him a little more, but not just to love him because people would say, oh, I love God. Yes, I do. I love Jesus. Oh, yes, I'm in love and this, that, and the third. You can say that. But I want to ask this question of you guys. How do you know that you really love Jesus? What are your indicators? Because God loves us with a God they love. That's a love that never dies. That love is everlasting. So how do we know that we love God the same as he loves us? And the second follow-up question will be, do you love your fellow brethren and sister the way God loves us? Do you love them with agape love? If you don't love them with agape love, maybe you need to reflect, rewind, look back over your life and figure out where you stopped loving them with the agape love that God has for us. Because let me tell you, we all have made mistakes and fallen short of the glory. Everybody on the planet but Jesus has made a mistake and fallen short of the glory. But guess what? When we fall down, we get right back up. We're not supposed to stay down. When you fall down, you get back up. You don't stay down, lay down. No, 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 no. You get back up and you give God the praise, the glory for everything he's done for you. That's what you do. You don't play around. You give God his time, his peace, his everything. That's what you do. That's what you're supposed to do. It's a beautiful thing when you can do what he's called on you to do. And how you might say, well, how do I know my purpose? What's my destiny? What am I supposed to do? Let me tell you. You're supposed to do what God has called you to do. And how are you supposed to know that? Because you're supposed to pray, go into that prayer room with God. You're supposed to fast. You may say, well, Tasha, what is a fast? A fast is where you and God are one. You're communicating effectively with him. You're, the things that keep you preoccupied, the things that have your mind tied down, that's what you're getting rid of. That's what you're letting go of, those barriers. 
that's what you're letting go of. Anything that's keeping you from from that close connection with God, let it go. Release it and let it go. Deal with God and he'll deal with you. So I thank you guys tonight for listening to my inspiration. I hope something that I do say when I come on as your announcer and inspirationalist, I hope something that I do say will inspire you to continue on to have that fire burning because this is what it's all about. We here at Blessings by Grace Radio and Learners Lounge Thursday, we really believe that we are changing lives one episode at a time here, one Thursday at a time, praying for you, and God's answering the prayers one Wednesday at a time. When when the doctor is in and he's teaching you God's word, it's because God gave that word to him. He's not just reading something out of a book. He's not just telling you something from memory because he knows the Bible. He's actually praying and meditating and fasting so God can give him a word, a true, unadulterated gospel word that he can give from the apostolic doctrine to you the listener in Radio Land. And we appreciate you, all of our listeners, all of our supporters across the globe, every country, every city, every state, wherever you are listening to us, when you listen to us, we say God bless you, we love you, and thank you so much for your support. We appreciate your support. It's because of you that we continue to do the show because you want to hear us, because you love us. But first and foremost, it's because of Jesus, because without him we are nothing But with him, we are everything we can dream of and more. We love you. We say God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason we're all here tonight, let's get our learn on in Learner's Lounge Thursday. The doctor is in, and he will teach us all right now. God bless everybody. God bless you, Radio Land. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made, and let us be glad and rejoice therein. Whether you understand the problem that you're facing right now or not, let us obey the word of God. Tonight, amen, as my announcement, come on, amen, we are downloading to, amen, a more reasonable time, 8 o'clock, tell somebody, amen, with Dr. Moore, amen, is on the air. Praying and teaching God's word. We're going to bring to you, amen, the word of God. To divide the word of truth. Amen. Pray that God will give you an understanding. I pray, amen, that he give me an understanding that we might understand the scripture. We're going to call your attention tonight to the book of St. Matthew's. Chapter 28, uh, verse 16 through 20, and St. Mark 16, 15, and 18, and St. Luke 24, 47, and Acts 2 and 38. Matthew, the man, start off and let us know the 28th chapter, verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away unto Galilee, unto a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. 
And when they snub him, they worship him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go, ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I have command you, and, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Mark picks this up, 16th chapter, verse 15 and 18, and says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believeth. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Luke 24 and 47 says, And that repentance, and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Acts 2 and 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Reading, amen, these entire scriptures tonight, and we want to talk to you, amen, about the principle of baptism. The principle, amen, of baptism. Matthew's Amen, 28 chapter. It introduces us, Amen, to the 11. Because Judah was no longer with them at this time. And Jesus. He went away unto Gethsemane, unto a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. He, amen, they were being led by the Spirit of the Lord. Jesus appointed them to go 
into this mountain. It is so important tonight as we study the word of God that we understand the very significance of the word itself. Jesus appointed them, and when they saw him, they worshipped him, but somebody doubted. You're always going to have doubt among believers. But just because you have doubters among believers, it should not affect the word of God. God's word does not change because you got somebody that don't believe. And this great commission that Jesus told his disciples to do, go. I wonder, can you hear that echo of the calling of Jesus tonight? Go, go. Ye therefore, and teach all nations, not some nations, but teach all nations, baptizing them in the name. Baptize them in the name. Now, in order to baptize them in the name, we must know who, what name he was talking about. When Jesus referred, amen, to the disciples, go into the world and preach the gospel to every nation, baptizing them in the, in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the name. That's very important, saints, if you listen closely. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and all the Holy Ghost will baptize them in the name. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. He said, Lord, I'll be with you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. Jesus was preparing his disciples Amen, is to go into the world and to preach the gospel. At that time, amen, all they had to do was follow Jesus and obey his instructions because the Holy Ghost was already up on the earth. That was Jesus. And as long as the Holy Ghost was up on the earth, they had only one thing to do, and that was to be obedient. And I believe tonight, amen, the Lord is trying to tell us that we must also learn to be obedient. But we see, amen, we have something that come in to try to make us divided in the gospel, and that is tradition. Traditional amen has come and been among us ever since the world has been. And it has divided many people 
from understanding the real truth. But remember, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He's talking to everybody that will hear his voice tonight. He wants to set you free. Both the good and the evil. The only real solution for the believer is maintain his uh, biblical balance. He is a strong courage and submit every tradition to the rightful. What the writer is saying, if you really want the truth and don't follow tradition, because we can go way back to my grandfather, my great-grandfather was this, and my great-grandmother was this, and so on and so on. But it could be a, from a traditional standpoint and not the word of God. We want to base our thoughts on nothing but the word of God. If the word of God doesn't say it, or you can't bear it out, amen, with the word of God, then you don't have a solid foundation. So our Lord, amen, began to talk to his disciples and told them, amen, to go, amen, into the world and preach the gospel. They had to prepare themselves. They didn't just, amen, take off right then. Jesus was down here 33 years. And Jesus taught his disciples what was the great commission. He did give them power while he was down here. Amen. Is to go out and heal, cast out devils. He gave them power because he was that power. But he also let them know, amen, one day I'm going to have to leave you. And when I leave you, you're going to have to seek me for yourself. Baptism. Among them is the it's the doctrine of water baptism, in which, amen, many people is confused about today, water baptism. However, amen, this diminishing passion from the doctrine of water baptism must not appear among oneness of Pentecostal people who has embraced the biblical mandate of baptizing from the time of the birth of the church. As Jews, he urged his readers to he urged his readers. So the apostles 
today must honestly contend for the faith which was delivered unto the saints. That's Jude 1 and 3. He he urged them to continue for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Because Jude seen a man, tradition coming in, and he seen that men was being persuaded another way. And there is not but one way. And that way is Jesus. He said, I am the way, I'm the truth, and I am the life. But everybody has their own traditional. The gospel of Jesus Christ, amen, has not changed since it was originally taught by Jesus Christ to his disciples. Jesus first taught the gospel to his disciples. Ever was the disciple learned, and we see it written in the word of God, Jesus taught his disciples. And after being with Jesus, after the church was fully set up on the day of Pentecost, Jesus set them in church as it pleased him. At first, amen, it was an apostle sent by God, anointed by God, to preach the word of God, to rightly divide the word of truth. Jesus Christ to his disciples, who then they preached, they preached in Jerusalem and the regions beyond Jerusalem. We, too, must continue to preach it and teach it as he delivered it. We must, amen, be faithful unto death. And Jesus said, I'll give you a crown of life if you are faithful. When it came, amen, to the subject of water baptism, there are a Nelson Illustration Bible. Dictionaries is suggestly wisely different interpretation. Even among Christian groups, many evangelist churches believe water baptism to be just a ritual to enhance what they call Christianity. Essential. Some believe that Water baptism is not essential for the church today. It is not necessary for to have water baptism. That's why Paul told Timothy to study, to show yourself approved. Being a workman, neither not ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. God's word must be rightly divided, and in order for it to be rightly divided, you're going to have to get some revelation from the Lord. You're going to have to be consecrated. You're going to have to fast, and you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to let the Lord 
open up your eyes to really understand the fullness of his word. They continue. Are we saved by grace or water? Yet according to scripture, the evidence of saving faith appears in how we respond to God's word. James 2, 14 through 26. Since water baptism were commanded, not suggest, but by Jesus Christ. It was commanded, amen, by Jesus Christ in Matthew 28 and 19. Jesus commanded it. In Mark 16, 15, and 16. And the apostles in Acts 2 and 38, in Acts 10 and 48, Acts 16, 32 and 33. Acts 19, 4 and 5. And Acts 22, 12 through 16. It became a matter of obedience. It became a matter of obeying the word of God. Not tradition. I believe the Bible says when you find the light, walk there in it. It's not any long when the Lord open up your understanding or my understanding to something, amen, that we did not know. Our tradition had us bound until somebody brought us into the knowledge of the word of God. The all the apostles, they preached the same thing. They did not preach amen to gospel, where Paul said amen is not two gospel. It's only one gospel. Amen is to preach. That is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that he rose. Water baptism does not contradict salvation. By grace, through faith, if you're just doing it, rather it agrees with it. Believe in, submit to water baptism because Jesus, because both Jesus and his disciples, they commanded it. That's a very powerful statement. Both Jesus and his disciples and his apostles, they command, amen, every believer is to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus taught it and he commanded it, we respond with obedience. Are we going to obey? I believe Peter said it's better to obey God than man. It's better to obey God than obey man. 
Yes, Jesus taught it, and we respond with obedience. Thus, water baptism is an act of obedience of faith. It's an act of obedience through faith. Ever what you do in word or do in deed, do it in the name of Jesus. It is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6. One cannot claim Jesus Christ as his Lord while at the same time failing to obey his word. You can't, amen, claim Jesus your Lord and your Savior and then fail to obey his word. Thank God we have the written word right before us. Amen, that we can read it for ourselves. We don't have to take nobody else's amen opinion. His word is right before us. And as they approached Pentecost, in the book of Luke, the 24th chapter, the Bible, amen, tell us, he opened up their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Jesus has to open up our understanding. He said, it is given unto you to know the mystery. I'm talking about to believers. Father, we should remember it is impossible for people to have an incomplete salvation experience lacking a proper baptism. Acts 19, chapter 1 through 6, I think Brother Paul found that there was certain disciples they believed it in Jesus, but their salvation was incomplete. We have a lot of Christians today believe in Jesus, but their salvation is incomplete. The Bible responded to the gospel is to repent. That's what, amen, the gospel teaches us is to repent, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, of the forgiveness, of, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking with other tongues, Acts 2 and 38. Now, we have many believers today, and the word of God is right before the eyes, but they don't want to continue to complete their salvation. Read it as I give you scripture. Anything less is an incomplete salvation uh, and expense. If you don't, amen. You don't do what Jesus said to do. Amen. Your salvation is incomplete. And if you're going to go back with it, your salvation must be completed upon his word. 
not upon man's word, not even the apostle's word, but upon the word of God. Jesus said, except a man be born of the water. You got to be born of the water. When Jesus, amen, was on the cross and they pierced him in the side, out come blood and water. Represent, amen, you got to go down in water. It's very essential. It is very important. No matter, amen, whether people don't believe it or not, the word of God telling you, amen, be obedient. Be obedient. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Amen. There is a water baptism and there is a spiritual baptism. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. If you don't obey Jesus, he said you can't enter the kingdom of God. I don't care how much you say you love him. By the way, Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the thing that I say? Why are you saying, amen, God is good, and still you don't obey him? If you really love him, you're going to keep his commandments. He cannot enter the kingdom of God, John 3 and 5. It takes both water and spiritual baptism to be saved. Both are essential. The water baptism, amen, and the spiritual baptism, both of them, amen, we need in order to be saved. Despite the hindrance, Carlos, a thought through water baptism in the New Testament is not a complex subject. Just as Israel was willing binding to the truth of Jesus Christ, being their promised Messiah. Tradition binds many people to the truth of water baptism in Jesus' name. Many folks are blind. They don't want to open up their eyes because, amen, it's been that way so long. There is a way that seems righteous unto a man, but the Bible says he is that off his death. Let us obey the word of God. We must not reject the name of Jesus. If we reject the name of Jesus, you have rejected your salvation. I believe that point 12 says now is salvation in none other. Save the name of Jesus. Salvation is in no other name given among heaven, whereby a man must be saved except the name of Jesus. You've got to go down in Jesus' name is to complete your salvation. We must not reject the name of Jesus. Even in water baptism, 
for there is salvation in no other name. Yes, Acts 4.12. Whereby we do, in words or deed, we must do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whether it's in words or deed. Colossians 3 and 7. This certainly includes water baptism. Father, amen, if we deny Jesus, he will turn, he will truly deny us. See Matthew chapter 10, 32 and 33. If we deny Jesus, Jesus is going to deny us. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 10. 32 and 33. Now, amen. You don't want Jesus to ever turn his back on you. Well, don't deny him. And if you don't go down in his name, you are denying him. Tradition view. A heart to break away from. But the honest and sincere seeker, they must examine this evidence contained in the scripture. The New Testament makes the matter of water baptism perfectly clear. Remove any need from any barbering or pondering, or any effect of disproving the facts. If a person tradition do not agree with what the scripture reveals, he must decide whether he will cling to tradition or whether he will embrace truth. We have a decision to make. If the scripture don't say it, who are we going to obey? Tradition or obey the word of God? There is only one gospel. And to deviate from its precept carries seven consequences. Find that in Galatians 1, 6 and 9. I marvel that Ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of God. Who done, who done <clears throat> trick you that quick? <clears throat> who done called you to fall from the grace of God? From the grace of Christ unto another gospel, like it's more than one. There is not but one gospel. Paul began to go on and say, 
which is not another. For there are some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. They would change as they could. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. He's God, and he changes not. Who would pervert the gospel of Christ? But though we are an angel, we can come, amen, glittering. We can come, amen, uh, in power. But if we are not preaching the gospel that Jesus Christ and the apostles preach, Paul said, let it be a curse. That you have, which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. As we said before, so says I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Galatia 1, 6 through 9. That's a strong statement. It's not but one gospel. But tradition tries to change that. Tradition is holding on, amen, to another gospel. In Noah's days, God judged sin and cleansed the earth by water. Here God, amen, using water. Here's a purified earth. In Noah's days, it was a flood. You've heard about it. In our days and time, there are many don't even believe it was no flood. Let every man be a lie, but let God be the truth. God's word is infallible. He can't lie. But in Noah's days, amen, God judged sin and cleansed the earth by water. He gave humankind a first start. Likewise, God judges our sin and gives us a new start, which includes water baptism in Jesus' name. God give us a amen. He judged sin. He cleaned us of our sin. And if we only obey his command, 1 Peter 3, 20 and 21, obeying the commandments of Jesus, Paul recorded and analyzed instruction to him after his domestic road experience. And now he says, why tarry thou, arise and be baptized. Wash away thou sin. Call it on the name of the Lord. Acts 22 and 16. After Paul was going down to Damascus to persecute the saints, and God got to hold him in the noonday hour, not Saul off his horse, and Saul said, Who art thou? He said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. God changed Saul 
if that mother, if that was a man waited on him by the name of Adonai. Amen. is a tale that bad man saw that all the people feared what thus says the Lord. So it is for all believers who follow the plan of salvation, including water being baptized in the name of Jesus. It ain't no new thing, amen. As I was telling our people, amen, on Sunday, we don't need to help God. We just need to obey. God already laid the plan out. All he wants us to do is father. The instruction has already been laid. Paul in his communication with Timothy acknowledged the inspiration and divine order of the scripture which is which are therefore profitable profitable for doctrine, second Timothy three and sixteen. In other words, Amen. You need the word of God is there for you. All you need, amen, is the word. And rightly divide. Second Timothy three and ten says, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's possible for doctrine. If you need doctrine, amen. Is there for that? If you need amen to be reproved. If you need to be corrected, you need instructing in righteousness, it's right there. That's what the scripture is for. In the New International Version, Second uh, Timothy 3 and 16 says the scripture are useful for teaching. If you need teaching, the scripture is useful for teaching. Titus Greek lexicon defined, amen, doctrine as teaching all that which is taught. Doctrine or teaching is beneficial that it helps us understand God's will. It is not in mankind to direct his own step. Jeremiah ten twenty eight. If man would order his own step, you know he would put him in the right spot. But our steps is ordered by the Lord. We don't order our steps. He needs instruction. Man needs instruction. Man needs correction. Pursuing the truth so he might walk in the will of God. It is necessary now, amen, for every man, every woman, boy, and girl is to walk in the will of God. Not by your own thought. God have left his diagram, amen, for us to walk by. Doctrine is a vital. It's vital because a man left to his own way will only die. 
Proverbs 14 and 12. That's why the Lord said, my ways are not like your ways. Neither are my thoughts like your thoughts. But as far as the heaven is from earth, my thoughts are different from yours. Paul indicated that timid knowledge of the scriptures made him wise unto salvation. See, amen, you got to study the scriptures. Paul said, amen, that timidly knowledge made him wise. Timothy was a young man, and Timothy, amen, was a, a, a young man that understood what instruction was. And by him studying the scripture, it made him wise. Sometimes we try to deliver God's word, and we have not studied the scripture. We don't know how to write or divide the word of God, because we have not really studied. Timothy was wise. Timothy, scripture knowledge, it helped to prepare him for eternity. Therefore, doctrine and one personal salvation are inseparable. Doctrine or teaching is essential to the moral and spiritually and eternal well-being of all individuals. Knowing what the Bible says on any subject is important, for it will guide us against the possibility of deception. If you don't know what the Word says, you are subject to fall into a trick. You are something to be deceived if you really don't know what the word of God says. How can you hear without a preacher? And how can you preach except God will send him? You make sure God will send a man, a woman of God. You make sure, amen, it is God will send him. Doctrine, amen, is of a main defense against error. You need, amen, to know your doctrine. So you won't error. Paul told him that, that evil men and seducing would increase. And we can witness that today. Evil men that say they know Jesus and, and got all kinds of churches Look what they've done. Even men and seducers would increase. They're all everywhere. Jesus said, Beware of these false prophets coming in my name, saying that I have sent them. And Jesus said, I haven't sent them. They're running. But I didn't tell them to go. Deceiving is being deceived. And that's what, amen, America is under now, under great deception. Because, amen, they are not obeying that word of God, that doctrine of Jesus Christ, American is failing, is to obey it. He urged him to remain committed to sound doctrine, not just any kind of doctrine, but make sure any man is sound. Don't just go somewhere where you just tickle in your ears and, 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 and there is no body. 
concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.